0: Welcome to the Sweet Vegan Spills the Tea Nutrition and Holistic Health Podcast. I'm Jennifer Chapman. I am a holistic nutritionist, a vegan health coach, and a studying nutritherapy practitioner and naturopathic doctor. I'm also the host of this show, over ten years ago, I survived a near-fatal autoimmune disease and immediately adopted dramatic nutrition and lifestyle changes. And I started on a journey leading to what I imagine will probably be a lifetime of passion-driven research and education on all things holistic health and nutrition. This is the inspiration behind this podcast, where we talk about everything from cooking, diet, gut health, and mental health to hormones, the neurological system, and immune system, and beyond. We talk food, remedies, lifestyle hacks, and so, so, so much more. I really, really hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Hey, hey, hello, and welcome and also happy holidays to those of you who are listening to this during the holidays. This episode was actually supposed to come out, well, it was supposed to be recorded and also published about two weeks ago and like many other things, projects such as the holiday ebook and the Sweet Vegan Spills the Tea magazine, which actually did go out a few days ago. Very, very, very late, but it did go out. Uh, And if you want your free copy of that, you can just go to sweetvegan.net and scroll down. On the front page near the bottom, it says freebies. You can just click there and you'll see the winter edition of uh, the magazine. Well, all the editions, actually. All the issues, I should say, are there um, for your perusal. So do that and enjoy that. But uh, what I was trying to say was that all of these projects that I had planned out for the holidays were derailed and to the point where I was... About to just throw my hands up and not put anything out and just say, you know what, screw it. It doesn't matter. We'll just have the holidays. And next year, we'll put out some amazing content for our people and it'll be fine. And let's not stress about this year. But I felt very sad about doing that. And I knew that putting it out late would make me feel less sad than not putting it out at all. So here we are. And um, why am I telling you all this? Just to say that while this episode was originally just going to be about surviving the holidays, I am actually going to talk a little bit about my holiday (laughs) experience and also maybe surviving the holidays. Not maybe, definitely talk about surviving the after holiday. Recovering from the holidays. That's what this episode's going to be called. Sweet Vegans Guide to Survival and Recovery Over the Holidays. So um, the thing is that we had big plans for the family to get together and have a big supper together. And it was going to be beautiful and amazing because we didn't get to do that last year because of the lockdown and what have you and then this year just shortly before the holidays began my one of my daughters actually tested positive for COVID and was quite ill as was her partner and that put a halt on everyone's plans but also was just very stressful and um Some other obstacles popped up in the way also, and today is actually December twenty sixth, so it is Boxing Day, and I even was going to record this (laughs) podcast yesterday. I had big plans to do that, and I ran over to my daughter's house to drop something off for her, and uh, as I left, I went sailing down her very steep, long, icy flight of stairs in front of the house. And, um, you know, didn't feel very inspired. I actually did try to sit here on a magic sack on an icy cold bag of beans to record this episode, but I was just very distracted, so that didn't happen. But here I am today, and I think that is actually um, all very appropriate, considering... Uh, I thought I would do an episode about surviving the holidays, and I thought at the time that it would be about food and gatherings and family and friends, which I will talk about, but I'm just also noting the fact that sometimes surviving the holidays also is about being adaptable as it is any time of the year. I guess, not just surviving the holidays, just survival in general, but, um, being, you know, adaptable and open to the possibility that the plans that you had your heart set on maybe will not pan out the way you thought they would or at all. And that you might have to get creative finding other ways to do the things that you want to do or find something else to do entirely, which is sort of what we did. We, um, A few of us managed to meet outside of my daughter's house and drop gifts on her, take turns going up and dropping gifts on the doorstep. And that was all very lovely. And we all, you know, got to see her beautiful face through the window, her sad, beautiful face (laughs) through the window as we waved and yelled, um, you know, season's greetings and I love yous and go back to bed. So, all of that having been said, this podcast also, much like the magazine, um, was something that I thought maybe I just won't do, and then I decided I would be more sad not doing it. So here we are, and here I am, and, um, and welcome. It might seem um, a little dated now, but I'm still going to go through, I think, a couple of the tips, maybe not everything, but a couple of things that I was going to talk about originally on the podcast when it was going to be out in plenty of time for this to be relevant, because who knows, maybe it's still helpful. We don't only gather uh, at Christmas and not everyone even celebrates Christmas. And also you might be listening to this podcast next year or in 2025. Who knows? Maybe this will still be here and you'll be like, that was really helpful. So here we are in 2021, just past Christmas. Pre-New Year's, though, I'd like to point out, so for those of you who are wondering how to navigate New Year's as a vegan, in this big, bad, non-vegan world, maybe this will be helpful for you also. Um, so, okay, first, well, what I was going to talk about actually in the beginning was also directed at um, vegan allies. So not only people who are vegan or trying to have a mostly vegan lifestyle, But people who love vegans and wanted to buy gifts for their favorite vegans and weren't sure how to make sure that their gifts were vegan friendly. And for that tip, which was inspired by a few questions uh, from other people, I was simply going to say that, you know, if you're giving food as a gift and you're super nervous to do that because you don't know if it's vegan friendly food or not, Just look at the ingredients on the back and for any ingredient that you don't understand, look it up because while it might be super obvious to you, if it says beef fat or lard or dairy or milk products or honey or eggs or things like that, that are very obvious that you'll know this is not vegan friendly, but maybe there's ingredients on there that you're not overly familiar with and you don't know are not actually free of animal products. So uh for example, whey, which is in a lot of protein shakes, but also in some other um uh probably like dessert type traits and things. Well probably in a lot of things, honestly. I don't know because I don't eat it, but whey is a product derived of dairy. And then also things like gelatin, which is also an animal product and there are many other ingredients as well. So just look on the ingredients. If there's anything on there that you absolutely are not positive about, I worded that poorly, but that you are not absolutely positive about that it is not an animal-based product, just just look it up before you give it to your vegan friends. So and st- especially things like well not especially, but also things like chocolate. I used to think that dark chocolate was vegan and milk chocolate was not. But as it turns out, there is a ton of dark chocolate and white chocolate that have milk products in it. There are definitely vegan dark chocolates and white chocolates, but um, you definitely have to read the back because there's a ton of them that have dairy products in them. So be mindful of that. And what was the other one I was going to say? Oh yeah, alcohol. So um, there are also a handful of beers, wines, and spirits that are not vegan friendly that are not necessarily obvious either. So some of them might be more obvious like I don't know, a, a London fog beer or something that in the name indicates the fact that there's cream in it, the Bailey's Irish cream, for example, that you can probably assume is not vegan, but there are also quite a few that are either contain animal products or the processing of that product involved animal products in one way or another so my resource for you which I think is amazing is barnivore.com and they don't have every beer and wine and spirit on the planet listed but they actually do have a really extensive list so that's definitely worth checking out and I'll put a link to that in the show notes Um, and then I find more and more liquor stores actually have um, alcohols and wine, at least with the, with labels on that, that say that they're vegan or vegan friendly. So, uh, you can always just look for that too. If you're not looking for something specifically that you need to know whether or not it's a vegan friendly product, but you're just looking for something vegan. Most of the alcohol stores here anyways, in Montreal will have like a few products that will have a sticker on it that says vegan. So that's always a good um, I could help. My other suggestion, as far as ingredients, well, it's not ingredients, but it is, um, well, it's about textiles. So if you buy anything that's made out of any kind of fabric, just check and make sure that it's not made out of leather or suede or silk or any kind of fur or animal um, hair, like mohair, angora, cashmere, etc., cetera. Um, and of course that it's not filled with down. And another really popular gift that people like to give people is candles so just make sure if you're giving candles to your favorite vegan that they're made with soy wax or coconut and not with beeswax because most vegans don't um, consume or use things that are made with the help of or by or out of any animal including insects who are not technically animals but including bees. That's what I'm trying to say. And silkworms. So, yeah. So for gift giving, for your favorite vegan, those are my tips for you. And um, if you have any questions, if something is not clear, if you're not sure if something is vegan or not, you can always just send me a message um, by email or on Instagram. And I will happily answer that question for you. And if I don't know the answer, I would more than happily find the answer for you. So, okay. So that's gifts. Gatherings. For gatherings, usually there's food involved. Not always, but good gatherings usually have food involved. And sometimes people are uncomfortable or nervous because they don't know if there's going to be anything plant-based that they can eat at these gatherings. So my advice to you is definitely to eat a little something before you go so that you don't either have a horrible time because you're really, really hungry the whole time that you're there or lightheaded or not feeling great because you need to eat something or leave early because you're too hungry and you need to go home and eat something or end up eating something you really don't want to or are not comfortable eating because you really need to eat something. So I will often just have a little snack before I go to an event where I'm not sure if there'll be food there that i can eat. The other thing you can do depending how comfortable you are with the host or hostess, but you should feel free to just ask them outright, will there be anything plant-based, 100% plant-based um, served and or if not is there something i can bring? Do you mind if i bring something to share with everyone else? And you should never be shy. If the host or hostess is totally fine with you bringing food, Never, never, never be shy to bring plant-based stuff. I'm telling you, I have never brought any vegan food to an event and not had people eat pretty much all of it. So, and in fact, for years, when more of my family lived nearby, I was always the one to host uh, Christmas, for example, Thanksgiving, things like that. And I would be ridiculed beyond tolerability. <laughs> I would be bogged and prodded and teased about what vegan food I was going to be making. And I, I wouldn't do this now, I don't think. But for a long time, I used to tell my family members that they could bring their own turkey or ham or whatever it is that they felt that Christmas wouldn't be without I just wouldn't eat it and I wasn't buying it and I wasn't cooking it, but if they wanted to bring it for themselves, if they felt that it was an essential part of of this celebration for them, then, you know, they could do that. And I was fine with that. The thing is, even when they used to bring their own turkey or ham or whatever, they still always ate the vegan food as well. And they would tease me every time about whether or not I was going to make tofurkey, fake tote, whatever. It doesn't matter. They, they would just bug me relentlessly about it. But every single time without fail, they would all eat it. So they would eat their own turkey and then they would also eat the tofurkey or they'd eat their own tortiere, but they would also eat the vegan version. So I think we even got to a point where they just stopped bringing their turkey at Christmas, and they would just eat what I made. So never, 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 never be shy to bring plant-based food to a gathering. It will get eaten. People will probably even ask you for the recipe, and sometimes they don't even believe that it's vegan in the first place. So that is a really easy way to make sure that you get fed at these things and that you're eating something that you want and like and feel comfortable eating. If your host or hostess or hosts are, um, you know, not comfortable with you bringing stuff and they reassure you that they will have vegan um, options, just make sure that you clarify with them exactly what that means. Not everybody knows what vegan is exactly or what plant-based means exactly. I have not only met many people who understand and say, oh, okay, so you're vegan, So you only eat chicken or you only eat, but you eat cheese, right? Or, but you eat eggs or whatever it is. And in fact, I've even met people who say that they are vegan, but they eat honey and eggs only, or they, whatever, just fill in whatever animal product you want. So just remember that not everybody is completely on the same page about what that even means. So if for you, that means zero animal products whatsoever, then just give that person, whoever's cooking a list of exactly what that means to you so that they understand, and you don't have to feel uncomfortable or nervous or ask questions about every single food that you're eating. You can just give them a detailed list of exactly what that means to you. If you're enjoying this podcast and would like more information on my holistic health and nutrition services or to book your free 15-minute holistic health and wellness call, you can reach me by emailing me at sweetvegancoaching@gmail.com, at gmail.com or by using the contact form at www.sweetvegan.net. And then the, the, the best thing about the holidays, of course. After the food, I hesitated for a minute. I just caught myself (laughs) hesitating, thinking, hmm, are friends and family really the best part of the holidays? Because I feel like it might be the food. Um, So (laughs) depending on how you feel about this, I should not have made a hierarchy. So let me just say one of the great things about the holidays is gathering with friends and family and the vegan aspect of this tip is just simply the fact that, um, maybe not everyone has this conversation, but for those of us who have family members who don't understand vegan lifestyle or don't understand plant-based diet or, um, animal activism or any of the, reasons that might lead us to eat a vegan diet or a plant-based diet. It often comes up in a few different ways. And I just wanted to share some advice that I heard someone else share. And I wish I could remember who said this to me, because I honestly have found this so incredibly helpful. And I think that um, it has made a huge difference in how I approach this conversation with people their advice was when somebody asks you questions about veganism or a plant-based diet, try and gauge, are they asking this question to be confrontational or to bait you into a debate that you don't want to have? Are they genuinely curious and just are wondering why? Or are they actually really interested and wanting real information about it? So, this person's advice was if they are if they seem to be just trying to bait you into a debate, just get out of the conversation, change the subject, or just tell them like we don't actually need to have this conversation, or it depends obviously on your comfort level with this person and how close you are to them. So I have definitely told somebody you don't actually want to hear the answer to this question. And I know that you're just baiting me for sport. But I'm not super into it because it's something that means a lot to me and I don't want to have like a silly argument with you about it. So it really doesn't matter. Let's just, you know, agree to disagree and uh, have a good time because the holidays are a time to enjoy each other and love each other and have a good time not to have arguments with people who are never going to see things your way anyway. And honestly, it's not your job to make other people think the same way that you think It's, it's that's just not your job. Um, if they seem curious, like they're asking you, why did you become vegan or why do you only eat plant-based foods? If they seem genuine, um, the, it was Melanie joy who said, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It was Melanie joy who said to tell them a story, tell them this, your story connect with them in a relatable way. So don't tell them, well, um, I'm vegan because eating animals is murder and people who murder animals are apathetic, heartless, cruel sociopaths or whatever. (laughs) Like don't come out of it from a point of view that will sound condescending or morally superior or anything else that will um, maybe stifle that person's curiosity in the first place. You have an opportunity to actually share your story and explain to them where you're coming from. And that's relatable. And it keeps both of you on, you know, equal grounds, which is super important. Uh, whether you are trying to make someone understand your point of view or agree with it or not, you will be received with a much more open mind if you are just telling your story and being relatable. So if your story is that I saw a documentary and it really opened my eyes to what goes on in the um, agricultural industry and it turned me off of eating animal products altogether, so I stopped. Or I read an article about the impact that um, farming has on the environment and I just felt like maybe it was within my ability or power to make a small difference by refraining from eating animal products or whatever your story is. And then if the person is genuinely interested, like they keep asking you questions and they want to know more and more about it. And you feel like this isn't the time because I have had people ask me for detailed information about the dairy farming practices in the middle of a family dinner with, you know, children sitting at the table and, um it was extremely uncomfortable and I felt very cornered and it's not that I didn't want to share the information, but it just really felt like the wrong place and the wrong time to do that. Um, y- you can just refer these people to there are so many resources out there. You can refer them to books that you've read or documentaries that you've watched, or articles that you've read, or uh, websites where you get a lot of your information. And I will actually also put in the show notes a list of really good resources for people who honestly want to know more about the benefits of eating a plant-based diet, about um, animal activism, and um, the environmental impacts as well. And if you'd like to share that with those people maybe that will be helpful for them maybe they just really do want to know more maybe they're interested in making some changes big or small in their life and you could be the person that um, facilitated that or inspired it the cool thing about being asked all these questions when you're with friends and family is that it gives you an opportunity to share a little bit and sometimes really enlighten or inspire people about The choices that you're making or your lifestyle and that can be really amazing but people can also get into really heated arguments and um debates about these things also and they can become uh overwhelming and when it's about something that we feel so passionate about which many of us do it's hard not to personalize the fact that the people that we're talking to are not on board with what we're saying. And when I say that now is not the time, what I mean is now is not the time for for arguing and and squabbling and having useless, unproductive debates or shutting people's curiosity down. I don't mean now is not the time for you to stand by what you believe in. I'm not telling you to table your feelings or your values. That's not all what I mean. I just mean, you know, If you are lucky enough right now, which not everyone is, to get to spend quality time with friends and or family, like enjoy that and spend that time not arguing, spend that time just enjoying each other and loving each other and eating tofurkey and green bean casserole and pie. Maybe way too much of it, although your body would rather you didn't, obviously, but enjoy it. And if you do, by the way, I have some tips for that too. Um, (laughs) Because yes, we tend to eat a lot more um, maybe refined sugars than we normally would or higher fat foods or salty foods than we normally would. And that does do a number on our gut microbiome for sure. Um, but there are some things we can do to counteract that. So for example, if you are putting in lots of fruits and vegetables that are high in nutrients and fiber, that's really helpful. Because when we eat, um, I don't know, lots of empty carbs with fatty sauces and what have you, it tends to kind of slow down our whole digestive system and create a bit of havoc. And eating that fiber will ensure that things keep moving or move more quickly than they would if you don't. Um, And also is really helpful to balance your microbiome by feeding the good bacteria that you want thriving in your gut. Uh, Staying hydrated also is great for your microbiome and also super important over the holidays when you're probably eating a lot more salty foods maybe drinking more coffee than usual, certainly probably maybe drinking more wine or cocktails than you normally would. Uh, All these things can be very dehydrating. And the winter itself can be very dry. At least it is here in Montreal where I live. It's very dry here in the winter. So um, don't be fooled by the cold weather. You definitely still should be hydrating yourself. Getting adequate sleep is super important. You might have some late nights, try and get naps in the next day. If you can, if you still had to wake up early uh, and didn't get to sleep in for, this is also really helpful for your gut microbiome, by the way, it's not just because I want you to get enough sleep, which I do, but if we're trying to keep things in check and keep things in balance, that's really important also. And so is moving your body. So I definitely was feeling the effects this morning of having eaten way too large of a Christmas dinner last night, um, partially cause it was super tasty and partially because probably I was emotionally eating and feeling sorry for myself that my family couldn't be together, uh, as we had planned. So, um, yes, we had delicious, amazing green bean casserole and mashed Root vegetables, and we had stuffing, and we had a stuffed beast from the better butchers, and it was delicious, and um gravy and cranberry sauce and all the good good stuff, and uh yeah, way too much of it. So this morning I was feeling incredibly sluggish and um went for a walk with my partner and the dogs. And I'm not going to lie. I was not super motivated to do it. And for the first 10 minutes, I was just <laughs> dragging my feet and feeling like I didn't want this and I should have just stayed home and taken it easy. Um, but within about 10 minutes of starting the walk, I started to already feel better. So definitely if you can get some fresh air, get outside, walk, snowshoe, cross-country ski, lay around in the snow and make snow angels do that. If it's too cold or hot or crowded with people where you live, um, and you don't want to go outside, you can still do a half hour yoga or an exercise video, or just a bit of stretching or strength exercises, strengthening exercises, or, um, well, that's good. I mean, whatever you can do, put on some music and dance a little bit, but move your body really good for your microbiome, good for your mental health, and uh, really good for your digestion as well. Uh, So do that. And what was I going to tell you? Oh, yeah. So eating all this um, rich, salty, sweet, fatty food, or just eating too much food, celebrating a bit too much can make you feel bloated and gassy. Um, So my tips for that are to drink some herbal teas I'm going to put a link in the show notes to a page on the website that has a great list of gut-friendly herbs. And also, if you're feeling extremely gassy, like uncomfortably, unbearably, maybe embarrassingly gassy, my hot tip for you, which has, I think, never let me down, is to drink uh, one or two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar in a bit of water. Just drink it quick, like a shot, Um, usually within about 20 minutes. The gurgling eruption of your digestive system uh, should, you know, at least be somewhat calmed. doesn't work for everyone, doesn't work every time, but I have uh, definitely found it incredibly helpful. So that is my suggestion to you. And, um, if you feel like you're already like, yeah, I've overdone it. I ate way too much. I did it for too many days. I ate foods. My body is not happy with, and I can tell that my microbiome is completely out of whack. I'm sensitive to all kinds of foods. I wake up feeling kind of gross when I eat. I feel horrible. Like, even though you're not eating those foods anymore, you can do just a quick, um, sort of balancing act for your microbiome, which is really just to be extremely mindful that you're eating lots of fiber, that you are getting lots of um, liquids in, that you cut out alcohol, caffeine, refined sugars, refined flowers. Um, what else was I going to say? Refined sugars, refined flowers, like high, high fat foods or any fat foods. You can even just cut out the, the fat for for a few days. Um, and if you need to even just take a probiotic, just, you know, for a couple of weeks, just take one every day and, uh, that might help. Also, you can eat fermented foods, which are really helpful, like kimchi and sauerkraut and miso, um, tempeh. I will put a link in the show notes to a list of those too. And, uh, yeah, just get your, your gut microbiome back in balance, um, because, uh, you know, it's doable and you don't need to punish yourself for having splurged and indulged over the holidays. I mean, like try and rein it in if you can still, but like, don't give yourself a hard time if you went all out and your body's just mad at you. Let's just do some damage control and get you back on track. Mm-hmm. So I think that pretty much covers my my survival guide to the holidays and recovering from them. I just thank you for listening because as I said at the top of the episode, I just thought maybe I wouldn't even bother and didn't see the point very much. But I will tell you that, you know what it was? It was that when I was contemplating not putting out the magazine this season, I realized that it was the one year anniversary from the day that I started it. And the day that I started it, I was thinking like, what's, who would read it? Who would even want to see this? What's the point? But the part of me that was thinking, what if I just did it? How cool would that be out my self doubt and I was so happy that I did it. So the other day when I realized that, that it had been one year since the day that I said, what if, and I went ahead and did it, that had some influence on me showing up to record this today. And my holidays did not go the way that I thought they would. And my projects did not at all go the way that I planned them to this um, month. But I guess showing up for myself felt more important than what the plan was going to be. And you know what? That kind of goes hand in hand with what I just said to you about food, about eating, showing up for yourself, for those of you who did planned, for example, not to overindulge or not to um, eat maybe some foods or drink certain beverages that you did end up eating or drinking, showing up for yourself afterwards and getting yourself back on track instead of beating yourself up about it is um, the important part. I feel like that's not exactly how I was going to say that, but I've lost track of how I was actually going to say that. But don't stop and beat yourself up about what could have been or what you were supposed to do or what you had planned to do. Just dust yourself off and show up for yourself now. That's what's important. That's what I wanted to say. So thank you for being here today. I was really happy to show up for myself and for those of you who listened to this episode. And I wish you the best rest of these holidays for those of you who are celebrating them. And I ask you please to be very, very, very safe and careful, and loving with yourself. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore sweetvegan underscore or on the Sweet Vegan Coaching Facebook page. Feel free also to check out sweetvegan.net where you'll find a ton of free recipes, articles, meal plans, and the Sweet Vegan Spills the Tea digital magazine. Have a great day and take good care of yourselves.